What is up, everyone, and welcome to the Cub Cooker Supernatural Podcast. My name is Jacob Cooker, but my friends call me Cub, and you should too. Every day on the Cub Cooker Supernatural Podcast, we explore faith, spirituality, and the realms of the paranormal. Today's episode is episode 304, Insurrection of the Lower Gods. We're going to be talking about the Ajiji and the Mesopotamian epic tale. Uh, so I hope everybody's having a beautiful day as you guys join. we got people joining from all over the world. So thankful for everybody who's a part of our podcast here um, and joins on a regular basis. So again, the uh, epic that we're going to get into today is about the lower gods and their insurrection. I'm going to be reading directly from the epic of Atrahasis um, over here, which I have uh, talked about before. Um, and so I really wanted to make sure everybody had a chance to uh, join on this. I am going to be streaming every day at 3 p.m. That is my new schedule. Um, and then Fridays, we're hoping to do a Friday morning um, game show style coffee with Cub. Do a little trivia every Friday morning. So you guys can catch me every afternoon at 3 as we move into the fall here, as well as over on my shorts my reels, my TikToks, all of the short videos that I have coming out all over the interwebs. Don't miss them. Um, it's it's a really good schedule I think we have going here. We've picked up a ton of, of new followers. Uh, one platform alone, we're up 7,000 followers over the weekend. So I'm mind is blown. I'm very, very thankful for that. Thank you, guys. So what's up, Lords? Bill, Rick, thank you for being here. Mike, thanks for joining. Winchester, I am. How are you doing, my friend? Welcome to everybody over on the Insta Instagrams. Um, we're going to go ahead and uh, restart Instagram, actually, because it says it's not connected. So let's discard that video. I mean, this is tech, guys. It's every day, all stinking day, every day. There we go. Let's try again. We'll go live again over here. Cynthia, how are you doing? Shelly, what's up, my friend? Welcome. Hope you're having a beautiful day. So as we talk about these lower G gods, little G gods, little, little, little G gods, okay? Anything that's, you know, higher than us on this planet is what we used to call the gods back in the day, right? In antiquity, in ancient times. Um, and so uh, they would have looked up to these Anunnaki, these ancient astronauts, if you will, um, you know, as um, worshipable, um you know, people from the stars, essentially. And that's that's really what I'm trying to get into on this. Uh, and I'm going to get another camera in line with these, just so you guys know. Uh, in fact, I have it right here, ready to go. Um, I need to get a little mount for it to get it over here and then get it hooked up to the computer because uh, it drives me nuts that I got to have these on one side and this camera on one side. So forgive me if I'm looking in the middle. I promise I'm looking at you. So uh let's see hi family winchester i am says thank you for being here my friend um so yeah the little g gods here um so the hierarchy of these ancient mesopotamian gods is you have a family of what are called anunnaki those from heaven to earth came those are a bunch of different species a bunch of different generals and workers and cooks um and servants and all kinds of different classifications of heavenly beings other civilizations right um with a highly evolved genetic code okay highly evolved meaning they lived for hundreds of thousands of years 
um, according to the mythologies. I can't prove any of this, but I am uh, one of the interweb uh, pseudo experts in mythology, mainly because I read a lot of it. Um, I don't even really consider myself an expert in it. It's just um, one of my favorite things. I love these ancient mythologies uh, because for me, growing up within the biblical church, I had so many questions that the church couldn't answer. And then I find them in these ancient mythologies and I put the pieces together. And now I understand why the word Elohim is plural in the book of Genesis. I understand why there are multiple on the council of Elohim and that whenever it says the most high God in the Bible is not necessarily the most high God. That's from a cultural point of view. Um, I'm going to reveal to you by the end of this episode today who I believe the Most High God is, how to contact that Most High God, what it is and what its relationship is to you and exactly what I believe Jesus himself and Krishna and Buddha were speaking of uh, when they talked about the Father, when they talked about the all-pervading being, the source of all things. I'm going to talk about that a little bit later here. Uh, but as we get into this, I want everyone to understand the pantheons here. Pantheon, pantheon of gods the pantheon of gods in the babylonian is again you have the anunnaki which is a large classification then you have there's the lords of the command there's the lord of the water there's the lord of the earth okay so they're called lords you have lord enki lord enlil lord marduk uh you have lord anu anu is the most high in this pantheon of Anunnaki. Now, Anu is still a physical deity. He still is a highly evolved flesh and blood from another planet, from another star system, from another reality, whatever you want to call it, whatever you want to believe. But we got to start looking at what is what here. And we've got to start taking things that are in this Bible and go, if we're going to read some of this literally, maybe we need to read it all literally. And maybe we need to ask the questions, why does it say Elohim? Why are there multiple on this council? Why was God in the Old Testament so darn mean? I mean, let's just be honest. I know I sound like a perfect millennial here, but he just wasn't a nice guy, right? And he has all of these rules and he demands that from us. Um, and then he even commands, you know, certain peoples um, and some of his prophets and stuff to do atrocious things uh, to kind of, you know, make penance with him. And it's just, it doesn't seem right at a certain point. Um, and as you actually practice meditation and mindfulness and you go out into nature, um, you kind of have a little different vibe. You start to go, I don't think the spirit that I find in nature, the spirit that I find of God, that I contact being out in nature and, you know, with God, right, with that spirit of God, I don't think that that's the same as what the Bible often talks about. And it's specifically what comes out of the Christian church. This is not against the Christian church whatsoever, uh, but it is important as we talk about mythologies and ancient aliens and astronaut theories and stuff like that. Uh, it's important that we're really honest and authentic about it. So um, that's where I'm gonna jump in today. And I'm actually gonna read from this Epic of Atrahasis so the Epic of Atrahasis is a text known from several versions. Two were written by Assyrian scribes, uh, one in Assyria and one in Babylonian dialect. A third one on three tablets was written during the region of King Ami Sudak of Babylonia. 
or Sudata, excuse me, of, of Babylonia, 1647 to 1626 from uh, BCE. Remember those timelines go backwards. So we're counting to zero, year zero, and then we start counting up again. So BCE is before common era. If you're a millennial or older like me, you probably have no idea what BCE means. It is before common era. That's what they're teaching now. It used to be BC before Christ. So we just got to remember that as we get into this. So this is, uh, you know, quite some time ago. Um, it's going to be, um, and I can look up uh, the exact, uh, by the way, if you have questions, um, please drop them in the comments. I'm going to look something up real quick uh, that I should have had pulled up. Uh, okay, so we have uh, Genesis is going to, the authorship is traditionally attributed to Moses following the exodus of Israel from Egypt around 1400 before the Common Era. Uh, most modern scholars accept that Genesis is as a redacted literary work reaching its final version as late as post-exilic uh, Israel around 400 BCE. So you're closer, you're within 400 years of zero there. Um, and then what we're about to read was written uh, around 1647 to 1626. So, I mean, we're looking at even the earliest depiction of the book of Genesis around 1400. We're still looking a couple of hundred uh, years before uh, the book of Genesis was even penned. So think about, uh, think about why that might be important. I'm not saying that the oldest is necessarily the truest, but I am saying some of what we're going to read and then also what we read in the Enuma Elish and what I've been talking about on this channel for a long time and we get into Book of Enoch and all of this stuff, we have to start understanding what point of view it was written and when it was adopted or adapted or even appropriated into a culture. Um, and so those are those are the questions we have to ask as we get into this with a, with a big mindset here. This is all about having a big mindset. So there's complaints of the lower gods. I read this the other day. When the gods were man, they did forced labor and they bore drudgery. Um, they started putting this on the Ajiji gods, the lower gods, the little G gods, and they're all lesser gods. But these are even lesser, right? Uh, they were digging all the water courses, the canals, the different rivers and stuff. And again, this is a mythology of where we get all these great rivers, you know, like the, uh, I think one of the rivers they dig in here is the Tigris River, you know, the great Tigris and Euphrates, hugely um, important to these mythologies and to antiquity. What's up, Anunnaki Truth Quest? What's up, my friend? Uh, this is a great episode for you today. Uh, we're getting into the epic of Atrahasis um, and just talking about the mythologies here. People um, that argue with me a lot on my channel often uh, don't really think about um, the fact that A, I read a lot and B, you can look this stuff up. People can argue with me and then you can easily go look it up and go, oh, okay, well, uh, he was right about that. Um, and I don't have to be right. I would rather just be real and ask the real questions. But at a certain point, there's a lot that I say that makes a lot of sense if you pull fear and dogma and even religious affiliations out and you just look at it on paper and go, okay, 
these mythologies explain how we got all these different things in the world. And they all account for some beings coming down from the stars. And we see petroglyphs, hieroglyphs, and all kinds of different glyphs and carvings and um, effigies of what clearly look like spacecraft. If you haven't looked into ancient astronaut theory, I highly recommend it. It will open your mind and open your eyes to what a lot of these texts, I believe, are actually talking about. Anunnaki uh, Truth Quest says, yes, 100% Cub. Thank you, my friend. Uh, Raina Delmar, how are you, my friend? To be fair, not everything that is written is true. You should question everything you read. Absolutely, my friend. And, you know, again, that starts with the Bible. And I think that's one of the hardest points for a lot of people to jump off the ledge with me here is go, okay, I have to question the Bible. What if I get smited? What if I get whatever, you know? And one of the things I want people to take from from me is just uh, that fear. On the other side of that fear is enlightenment, guys. And I'm not saying I'm fully enlightened, but I'm just saying on the other side of that fear is a whole supernatural realm ready for you to take authority within, okay? We have authority as literal, literal sons and daughters of this, the true spirit, the true source. Um, and that's what that's one of the things I teach on this channel. If you vibe with that, you're in the right place. If you don't, please stick around because I hope it'll make more sense as you dive deeper into what I actually teach, what I show up here for every day. So... Uh, folks should also research materials that exist. Being educated is key. Uh, Dr. Carlene Randolph, thank you for being here, my friend. Awesome. Yeah, is this material design? Is that what somebody mentioned to me the other day? Um, I had several people mention that. Um, I don't. I, I haven't really gotten into that, but um, I do believe in, of course, the material realm or Maya or the Matrix. Uh, and I think the beauty of the true source is in all of that. And we can experience it when we quiet ourselves. Yet on a surface level, if you look at things, things are in such a survival mode, like um, a coyote has to unalive a rabbit just to survive. You have to unalive a coyote not to uh, eat your cattle so you can survive. And, and the circle of life is kind of a vicious cycle, right? Um, and so that's where the idea of we already live in HE double toothpick comes in. And it's up to us to literally um, energetically, emotionally, and creatively manifest the actual kingdom of God, which is within us. Uh, and this is deeper stuff, guys. This is deeper waters, but I'm, I'm going to try to start getting into deeper waters with what I teach because um, you guys have questions. I have questions. Let's ask them together. Let's get some, maybe some answers, but let's get better questions ultimately. So uh anthony toxie how are you my friend anthony says gathered around the modern day campfire for a good story from cub awesome hope you're having a great day brother it's beautiful here in bama uh how are you anthony i hope you are having a beautiful day thank you for joining uh i love that we do this live i can't imagine doing my podcast anything but live i have people often comment after the fact hey quit talking to people quit talking to people on the podcast and just teach Guys, if you want, if you just want my teachings, you can jump over to my website at www.cubcooker.com. I'll share more about that here in a little bit. Um, and you can learn more from me over there. You can learn more from the community over there. You can join the community in some good old, good old fashioned uh, communal 
fireside chat around a Zoom style call every Saturday. Literally every Saturday, guys, starting as low as $7 a month over there. Our new insider memberships, I'll share a little bit more about that. Um, there's just no reason not to join. It supports what I'm doing. It may seem like a small amount, but that's $7 a month. We get a couple of thousand people to start doing that, guys. Um, and I can ensure the longevity, uh, the accuracy, the innovation, and ultimately the growth of what I'm doing here. Um, and so we really appreciate that, not just myself, but everybody else in our community. We call ourselves the tribe, the Cub Cooker Supernatural tribe. But ultimately, it's an insider membership, just like any patron membership, uh, starting from very affordable. I even have a premium option on there. And then I'm working on a super premium option where you can work one-on-one uh, -on -one with me for you guys that just have money burning a hole in your pocket, right? Um, you'll get a chance to work with me one-on-one. -on -one. And ultimately, that one's literally going to be designed around helping you find your life's calling, um, as I believe I've found mine. I want to help more people to those understandings and those realizations. So scan that QR code. You can join at any time. Jump on over there um, and pick which one works best for you. If you don't love it, uh, you can cancel any time. Totally up to you. Totally in your hands. So, so the Epic of Atrahesis here, the insurrection of the lower gods. Uh, so the Ajiji were being worked uh, literally until they were unalived. Uh, the Ajiji were not treated well. Uh, the Ajiji are commonly associated with the gray aliens, by the way. Uh, if you don't know that and you don't know what a gray alien is, uh, you can look up. A lot of people have been uh, taken by them, had experiments done, um, you know, things like genetic samples taken, things like even people have reportedly uh, had certain medical conditions and didn't have them when they came uh, off of the spacecraft. Lots of lots of weird things around that. Um, and ultimately, you know, abductions by gray aliens, as terrifying as they can be. And you can go listen to a lot of testimonials, read Whitley Strieber's Communion. You can go uh, watch the movie Fire in the Sky or read the book Fire in the Sky by Travis Walton. Fantastic testimony, terrifying testimony. One weird thing about all of these or a lot of these abductees from the gray alien species is they often fear them or even loathe them at first. And then later on discover after thinking about it, you know, man, I think that was my fear. Uh, I don't think that they actually disliked me. I think that they were more pragmatic beings, almost artificial intelligence, almost AI based um, almost so evolved that they've evolved out of emotion. And we pick up on that as uh, somehow demonic. A lot of people just plainly call them demonic. I do not agree with that. I don't personally think that they're demonic whatsoever. Um, I think that they exhibit characteristics that we don't inherently perceive as human. And that's a threat to us through our emotions. That is our superpower that every person on the planet misuses. Most of us are enslaved to our emotions. We do not wield our emotions as a manifesting tool. Um, when you can wield your emotions as a manifesting tool, you become a god on this earth. You become uh, the ye are gods, right? You will do greater things than even I have done, uh, as Jesus himself said. Alexander, what's up? Fly with Gustavo, welcome. 
Gage the Sage, welcome, my friend. I hope you're having a beautiful day. Uh, yes, the Ajiji were mistreated by Enlil and Anu. Totally, they're misunderstood. Uh, Anunnaki Truth Quest says, absolutely. Uh, Y'all go check out Anunnaki Truth Quest channel, by the way, if you want to see more story-based content. Really love what you're doing over there, my friend. Uh, Matt Mech, what is up, Cub? What's up, my friend? How are you doing? 3EM369, how are you doing? Welcome, my friend. Thank you guys for the gifts, by the way. Drop hearts, stars, rainbows, whatever you guys uh, like uh, through the support system on whatever platform you're on. If you're on YouTube, you can drop... Um, Let's see, what is it? I'll bring it up here so that we all know. Stars on Facebook, gifts on TikTok, supers on YouTube, and tips on the podcast. These virtual items help me earn extra money and keep making content. So if you don't want to commit to a monthly uh, subscription with me, these are a great way. They just pump me up. If I can make about 100 bucks every time I go live, uh, that really, really helps me move forward, guys. Helps me with everything I'm doing. So thank you, guys. I appreciate it. Um, Pump it up, pump it up. It helps the algorithm, helps me get more content out. Uh, tells all of these algorithms, hey, Cub knows what he's doing. Melissa, how are you doing? Welcome. Uh, Melissa's part of our fam here. Hope you're having a beautiful day, my friends. Um, let's see other questions and comments here. Um, Kirsten wants to know why they're so interested in the reproductive systems of humanity. And, and that's a great, great question, Kristen. Um, Here's why, uh, because that is a that is one thing that sets us apart. When we left the Garden of Eden, if you understand that a the serpent was good, the good guy, the serpent was actually Christ, um, telling these poor people, "You're trapped. What you're worshiping as a god, you are literally the child of. Like they literally, you you share genetics with them." Um, you're not going to be unalived if you realize who you are and, oh, you're naked. Oh, now you can procreate. Um, and then you get kicked out of the garden and what was put at the garden. There were guards, armed guards put at this garden, the Garden of Eden or Edin, E-D-I-N, in the Akkadian. Um, and so this is very, very important to understand that uh, that's one of our superpowers, the ability to continue to populate um, as gods, like the higher gods were able to do that. The Ajiji, um, essentially, from the way I understand it, are not able to do that, or we're not supposed to do that. Um, and they came down as the watchers did, um, and created their own genetic lines. Um, the watchers, it talks about them having actual physical relationships with human women. Um, I think that the watchers is another plural generic term just like elohim just like anunnaki meaning a bunch of different races a bunch of different civilizations of you know beings that were supposed to be watching humanity decided to or watching over humanity even decided to take human lives and then other gods started to judge them and uh that were higher in rank basically so that's really where you know the whole thing plays out like a cosmic game of thrones epic a whole lot less than what you hear in the Bible, because the Bible is taken from one popular cultural point of view, and that's not necessarily the one that we should all go with. Uh, no offense or disrespect whatsoever to that particular cultural point of view, but it just doesn't mean what we think it means, and it doesn't mean that we have to follow that particular view of 
anything within the biblical canon. Yeah, Maverick says the word uh, word of Gigi means watchers because they were on Mars. Yeah, Mars and the moon. They did set up a, a moon base according to, to the mythology. The moon is named Kingu, by the way, because it ruled the night. Is the king of the night. Um, you know, I mean, all of this stuff connects, you know. And then you get the Hebrew mythologies, and now the, the moon is feminine. The moon is Sophia. And I don't doubt that, by the way. I'm just saying that these are the archetypes that we that we get. So they were watching Earth from a higher, you know, orbit around Earth. Um, and that's where the Ajiji come in. They're supposed to be watching. Uh, but from the way I understand it, they can't physically procreate. They were having to genetically modify to even create their own their own lines, their own families. They wanted what the others did. And that makes sense why they're obsessed with our reproductive capabilities, because they are genetic monitors of the human condition, of um, our evolution, ultimately. Uh, watching, waiting, helping, um, following the prime directive, as you hear in Star Trek. Uh, that prime directive, uh, there's a really interesting theory that Gene Roddenberry actually got that from a CE5 style session, speaking with these nine higher beings, and only seven of them showed up. Seven of nine from Star Trek, if you're familiar with that. It all ties together, guys. Like, uh, you, I believe that we're told the truth in everything. And one of the biggest my biggest issues and the reason i left the christian church the modern evangelical christian church um was because i couldn't ask those questions because i couldn't say god old testament clearly is an alien being who wanted control god in new testament mostly an alien being still being worshipped by the status quo jesus drops into the scene as a star seed from a higher faction uh, of light working beings and says, Hey, you don't understand. Uh, the God that you're worshiping is literally the accuser. It is Satan. It is Hasatan. Um, and that God, uh, doesn't have your best interest in mind. Remember that you are gods. Your scriptures say that and they can't be broken. Right. Um, you'll do greater things than even I can do. Um, you know, says that, uh, no man has stood before the father. But wait, Moses did, Abraham, Isaac, Jacob, they all stood before the father. Jesus saying, no, that, that's not the father. That's not the father I'm talking about. My father is in spirit and in truth and must be worshipped in spirit and in truth. Doesn't require sacrifices. Doesn't require anything other than your union with it, your yoga with it, your love, your bhakti yoga. That's why I love bhakti yoga. It's all about love and unity with the spirit of God. Uh, not a certain classification or name or gender of God. It's father and mother and child, meaning that you are literally a part of God. Um, and that's what the actual origin of the Trinity, that's what the esoteric representation of the Trinity is. Not three dudes, but father, mother, child. Uh, I always found that fascinating that people in kind of some of the more judgmental uh, traditions I've been a part of throughout history in my life, um, you know, had certain beliefs about certain things that people choose to do within how they marry, who they love. I'm a love is love guy. I'm a love wins, uh, repping the rainbow here. Um, my wife and I are big proponents of that. Um, 
and we believe again, love is love. And, and, uh, we've got a tribe full of people of all walks of life. And I always thought it was interesting that, that, that tradition that I came out of, you know, it had to be father, son, and a male warrior, Holy spirit. Well, that's not really where that came from. It was father and mother spirit. That's why you don't blaspheme the Holy spirit, right? You don't, uh, you don't talk back to mom, right? Uh, so it's pretty interesting. Uh, Maverick says, Thoth is the third born son to Enki or Ea. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, and I haven't even gotten into Thoth yet. Um, I need to get more into some of the Egyptian mysteries. This fall and winter, I'm going to be doing Norse mythology. There's just too much to go through. I've got the rest of my life of content to do, guys. I mean, I... Um, so I'm not an expert in everything. Some of the things I do lean towards being very knowledgeable in is Anunnaki and biblical mythology, um, and Enochian mythology. So I'm really trying to like hinge my content around those to explore the supernatural realms. Doesn't mean there's not plenty more data there. Um, also I come from uh, a very, you know, deep, beautiful, ancient part of Germany. Uh, is where my original surname comes out of, Kukar. And so it would have been a lot of pagans, uh, a lot of deep nature magic. Um, and so that's another thing I look into as well. So um, absolutely, it should be called the Anunnaki Bible. I agree. Terry says, we appreciate you. Thank you, Terry. Ruby's Colorful World. I love that you, you include everyone and everything. Ruby's Colorful World says, thank you, my friend. Um, I do too. I wouldn't have it any other way, guys. I don't want anybody left behind. And I'm not talking about the rapture here. I'm talking about uh, there's a very real problem with just people leaving behind because uh, they don't live the way that other people think they should. And I don't agree with that. So as long as you're not hurting anybody, I'm for you. Uh, R-E-C-E-M, how are you doing, my friends? Uh, pointy Six, welcome. Anthony says, some of these perspectives and stories you share are very interesting and I like how you use AI artwork to try and illustrate what you're speaking about. Uh, the movies you could make uh, and remake would be mind blowing, LOL. Passion of the Christ, the Snyder Cut, LOL. I will make a movie, mark my words. Um, I want to uh, write, shoot, produce, direct um, a lot of different movies. Um, I have a lot that I want to, I want to have my own TV, like Cub Cooker TV. Um, I don't know when that'll happen. That happens. That takes money, right? And it takes a lot of time and I have to get this part of it up and going and hire a team to, to get this part of it where it's managed on a daily basis. So I can spend more time on passion projects. That doesn't mean that I won't start going out and networking and finding the right people to connect with. I would love to do some Hollywood directing. Um, I would love to do some Marvel stuff. You never know. I mean, th th these are lofty goals, right? But there's just no reason that I can't manifest them, right? Uh, so it could happen. Um, in fact, it, it, it quite literally will happen if it is for the highest good and if it is the best version of my journey. Um, it'll happen. So, uh, was the Anunnaki the first on this planet? Ben, uh, Benjamin Napier asks. So the Anunnaki, um, 
from any history or mythology we have are the first visitors to this planet. Before them was a hominid that was, you know, not very intelligent. I mean, more animalistic, right? I mean, we see that there were clearly hominids and then there was like an evolution of that hominid into uh, Homo erectus, which would have been, you know, a very early version of man very animalistic but also uh smart enough to maybe you know use some tools and and communicate in some ways you know um this is what is commonly called sasquatch and bigfoot uh, i believe they're still around and i think a lot of times when ufos show up they're trying to keep them from leaving certain areas because they're not really supposed to mix with humanity now. It would really reveal a lot to us that probably shouldn't be revealed, you know, to everyone at this point in, in humanity. Um, and here, here's why that's important. Because the Anunnaki, if you read the mythologies, they were trying over and over and over and over to create a worker, um, to create a race of, of humanity, the human race, all of us, by the way. It doesn't matter what color, nationality, whatever you are. We all have a little bit of Anunnaki in us, right? Um, they were trying to perfect this worker that could go and dig in the mines, take orders, uh, live together without unaliving each other, and ultimately keep order under and, and be servants to the gods. Literally, that was our purpose if you read the Anunnaki mythology. And then if you look at like Yahweh in the Old Testament, or the Lord God, whatever you want to call him, um, Jehovah, you know, many, many different names, right? Um, that God wanted to be worshipped, which the word worship literally comes from the word enslavement. That God wanted to be worshipped um, and served. And when he didn't, bad things happened, right? Um Sup, Beverly, thank you. I need to read that, Beverly. I don't often do a lot of channeled works, but I hear really good things about that and the raw material. Uh, the Uranata book is what Beverly's talking about, uh, and I have not read it yet. Um, in the middle of A Course in Miracles right now, which I consider a channeled work. Uh, so I don't have any issue with channeled works, uh, but again, I, I'm kind of going down the list. Uh, but the Uranata book is definitely... Uh, on my list so um subhuman says hey there i want to work as a thumbnail designer for you uh thank you my friend thank you thank you um yeah i don't even have time to do thumbnails i just throw out so much content it just just flies flies on to the next day so uh sandra says always informative thank you my friend uh, so to answer the question Benjamin had, are the Anunnaki the first on the planet? They were the first visitors and they created the first humans, uh, I believe, uh, according to the mythologies. So uh, like the movie Stargate. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. The ancient Sumerian tablets and uh, the later Bible. Yeah, I want to redo Stargate, by the way. I think I could redo that. There's there oh there's some movies I could read it. I want to do like a legit Anunnaki movie that really shows what these beings did. Um, I would love to do that. Maybe one of these days. Maybe next year. I don't know. I mean, life's crazy, right? Anything can happen. So, um, Maverick says I've been reading it for about fifteen years. 
uh, at least. Uh, awesome, awesome, good for you. Uh, Stargate had so much potential. Yes, it did. Um, I mean, it's a little dated because of the time period. It was, uh, it had some Star Trek y vibes, right? Which I love Star Trek, so but, um, but yeah, it, um, I think it could be, it could easily be updated now. Um, I have not seen Prometheus, I have not, Kristen. Um, it is on my queue though, right now, I think on Amazon. I need to watch that so. Jacqueline says, uh, I love Stargate. Always said it was real. Sorry, I just got here, so I missed the first 30 minutes. No problem, my friend. I just re realized that I'm not bringing up your comments. So uh, there you go. Kristen, thank you. Uh, Beverly, thank you, my friend. Sandra, thank you. Uh, yeah, these are real comments, just so you guys know. I have people ask me that all the time. Who are you talking to? There's really comments. Uh, we're on Facebook. We're on YouTube. We're on LinkedIn. We're on Twitter or X now. Uh, we're on Instagram. We're on TikTok. So um, let's see. So yeah, you guys be cool in the comments, especially those of you that are already here. You've been a part of my community for a while. Set the example. Uh, Nicholas Curtis says, Jesus said we could do greater work than he did. How do we do that? And why do they hide how to? Um, Ultimately, they don't hide anything that you don't hide from yourself. That's one of the things that I teach. Um, we manifest everything. Good, bad, and ugly, guys. Uh, and I really do believe that. The more I test it, the more I see it to be true. The more it tests me, the more I question it. But it's kind of a vicious cycle back and forth, right? So um, I think, and, and I will get into that, and we actually talk about that quite a bit in our community um, over on my membership. Um, it's not something I talk about here publicly for obvious reasons. Um, I would rather get people interested in what we're doing here, teach this stuff, which is surface level, and then work with people on the calls on Saturday, get into those deeper questions where I can share my authentic opinions about that. And, and for obvious reasons, I think that's very respectable. You got some creators that come out here trying to tell you how to do all this stuff. And ultimately, it doesn't work in a big, large public setting like this. It works in more of an intimate setting within a, a private community. And that's that's where I try to keep it. So uh, why did the Anunnaki leave Earth uh, and have yet to come back? Um, I will share that, too, here in just a second. Let me I've got to get off of the call here or the live stream. Um, in just a few minutes. So let me actually read this insurrection of the lower gods part. It was night halfway through the watch. The house was surrounded, but the god did not know. It was halfway through the night through the watch. Akur was surrounded, but Enlil did not know. So this is the Anunnaki literally staging a coup against Enlil. They lit their baskets on fire. They lit their um, tools on fire like a literal like pitchforks and torches going to the city where Enlil uh, was dwelling and surrounding his house. Um, and there's some other gods that are grabbing their weapons and getting, and we're about to see a little epic battle here, not a pretty, pretty epic battle here. This is actually launching one of the battles of the gods here on this earth, which you hear about through uh, like the Brahmastra weapon that uh, the Hindu god used. 
Um, and so all of this stuff, again, ties together. Where do you think we get our technology? There's nothing new under the sun. All the ideas we have are coming straight out of the ethos, straight out of uh, those parts of us that are still Anunnaki, the genetics that are still activating. Um, that's what I believe. So, like, that's where uh, good, bad, and ugly, you know, we, we've got to start tapping into our higher selves. we got to start tapping into the quantum kingdom of God within us, which is outside of this flesh, right? Outside of this created form that we have. Yes, astral realm, Jamie, going into the astral realm. So that's all I'll read from the epic of Atrahasis today. I'll continue it, but that's really where we're at. And I, I, I wanted to keep this Q&A style. Um, and that's really how the podcast is going to be every day. So I won't be able to just burn through the text super fast, but we're going to just plug through it like this, little chunks of it at a time. That way I can answer more dynamic questions around it because I can sit here and read it and ultimately that loses people's attention. But I want to make sure you guys are here and get your questions answered, or at least I'll give you a better question. Um, I can't answer everything, but I can give you a better question. So, Salty, what is up? How are you doing? Uh, it seems hard to believe that the Ajiji just vanished. Uh, they must still be among us. Exactly. Exactly. Uh, Dr. Carlene, thank you for being here, my friend. And I, I completely agree with that. I mean, we, uh, I'm sure there's plenty of faked, you know, UFO events, but I, I think they're still here. I think they still float around. I think they still visit sacred sites. I think they protect us when we want to blow ourselves up. I think they're still watching. They're still waiting. They're still waiting for our genetics to fully evolve and us to realize who we actually are. Um, and so some of them good, some of them bad. Not, it's not cookie cutter, guys. Uh, it's not even cookie cutter when you read the Bible and you think that Jesus is the son of the Old Testament God. That doesn't make sense anymore in a world where we have access to way more mythologies and we can start to put the pieces together and understand that you have a lot of people that you can tell who they serve because you become that which you serve. Um, and so my personally, I choose to serve my higher self. I choose to serve the quantum kingdom of God within me, father, mother, myself as the child. Uh, that's not self-worship. That is unity and yoking myself with the quantum power, the creative universe, the creative intelligence within me that can fold everything up in my reality and recreate it in an instant time jump, shift realities manifesting all of those things guys i believe they're real and i'm just at the the tip of the iceberg as far as testing all of this but i'm trying yeah truth train shelly absolutely i gotta bring that up truth train whoop, whoop. um uh angelo says i believe they uh, live behind the firmament uh in antarctica or in the earth core possibly um again you guys that are if you're new to my channel um, I am a round earth guy. Uh, I believe in outer space. I believe in all of those things. I believe in interstellar travel. And I believe these things have the technology to visit us from other realms or other star systems. Um, so I'm not a big believer in that it's all flat and we're under a dome. Now, I think we're under a dome in the fact that our atmosphere is a protective barrier. You have the stratosphere, the ionosphere the heliosphere, all the different spheres, right? That protect us and keep harmful things out, keep good, you know, keep our life force intact. 
you even see that where the Anunnaki were trying to repair their atmosphere after they had fallout from a very devastating war on their planet. And what does that sound like? I mean, history, like trying to trying to repeat itself over and over. Why do you think that they're, they try to stop us in a lot of these reports and stuff where you've had like missile silos get shut down when there's UFO activity around them? So very interesting stuff, guys. So uh, Jamie Lynn says Mars. Yeah, absolutely. So uh, let's see. Thank you. Uh, Kristen says, uh, yeah, okay. Kristen, just message me um, and I'll, I'll get you in. We can do. Yeah, you guys that want to do, um, in fact, I'll bring it up just real quick so that you guys know um, know what I'm talking about. So um, here's my website, cubcooker.com. I'll bring up the QR code in just a minute. It's what it looks like, just so you guys know. Um, we've got our memberships here. This is one of our most popular ones here. Um, it's our Mythos Insider membership. Uh, I'm bringing that back, by the way, guys. Uh, it was one of our most popular ones when I started the Mythos membership. Um, and so you can get in on that and it includes so much value, guys. You can do the drop down here. You get our private community, uh, our secret channel where I do private videos on there that are that's just for our community. I go deeper on what I do every day on the regular videos, but get to talk more directly to you, share more info, more data, more of my opinion that I can't share publicly on social platforms, right? I can do it on my own platform, though. Uh, our virtual meetups too. It's where you really get to know me, guys. It's where you get to know other people in the community. Uh, there's Zoom style calls every weekend, even if you can only do one weekend a month, guys. Uh, it's still worth it. It's seven bucks. All you got to do is click on that. Boom, there it is. You can also do Google Pay, Apple Pay. You can put it on a card. Um, I think PayPal is even built into this here. So wherever you guys need to pay, and if you want to do Cash App or something, you're welcome to do that to join. Um, it means the world to me, guys. If just a handful of people join every day, uh, it keeps me going and glowing. So I really appreciate that. Um, and then you can step up to our Charisma Insider membership here. Uh, that's where you just go down the rabbit hole a whole lot more. You get everything in the first package, but you're going to get over 500 videos that are already built into my Mystery Academy where I just, it's like me mentoring you. Uh, going deep down the rabbit hole on all manner of subjects from mythologies, esotericism, magic, all kinds of different things, teaching the core subjects, teach you to think bigger. That's what I'm all about, helping program your mind to get a bigger view and ultimately find your own supernatural gifts. That's what it's a big part of my academy. You can do that one for only 27 a month there. You can see everything that's included with that here uh, with that drop down menu. All over on my website, cubcooker.com. Thank you for letting me promote. It means the world to me. Um, I've done my best to try to make a living through, you know, just these platforms, how these platforms do things. And guys, it's, uh, I'm telling you, um, I do my best, but I have to take it in my own hands at a certain point and offer value on my own platform in the way that I know I need to so that I have recurring income and I can serve you guys away from the control of all these other things because they're already talking about taking TikTok away again. Uh, apparently there was a bill that's almost passed or passed or something. Um, I'll have to look up all the info on it, but looks like it may actually get shut down, you know, in the, in the near future, maybe, maybe next as early as next year. Um, I don't know. And I don't want to fear monger, but that's why I have this. 
So for a menial seven bucks a month, my platform is not going anywhere, guys. Um, I take care of it. I'm honest and respectful on there. I'm in good standing with the platform creator um, that that makes the software. You know, um, we run a really respectable community over there. Um, so please consider joining. That's the best way you can support what I'm doing. www.cubcooker, C-U-B-K-U-K-E-R.com. And like I said, if anybody wants to cash app or something, hit me up. I don't want there to be any reason you can't join. So um, it's important for me to offer as much uh, opportunities as I can for everybody. So there's the link over there for you guys that are on YouTube. You can click on it on YouTube. So uh, best spiritual community out there. Melissa says, thank you, my friend. I really appreciate that. Uh, you know, and and we are. And I, and I just, I want to say that in the, in the nicest way. Nothing against anyone's spiritual communities. But we really work hard to create a great experience for everybody. I even have a group of moderators in there. Thank you, Teresa. Teresa says, great community. Uh, Benjamin says, you rock, man. Love this. Thank you so much, my friends. Um, by the way, anyone that joins today, if you join today, Thursday, September 5th, um, I will personally welcome you over in the community. And I'm going to give you a free copy of my audiobook. It's my full audiobook. I read it. I narrate it. It's called God-Given Gifts of Brilliance. It's a great place. It's a faith-based book. I wrote it in 2020 before I was fully deconstructed, but the material still stands incredible in there uh, for you to start thinking about what are your spiritual gifts? What's your journey about? Who are you? Um, it is my gift to you if you join today. I'm going to give you a code. You can go directly download it from my Amazon shop completely for free. Listen to it on your iPhone, your Android, whatever you whatever you have. Even if you cancel, that's still your free gift. So please consider joining. Thank you, guys. To wrap up today, uh, what other questions do we have? Winchester I am says, and you are awesome. Yes, make it your own dream and fully support from us. It's not a problem. Thank you, Winchester I am. I really appreciate you. Anunnaki Truth Quest says, thank you, Cub. Hope to catch you next live soon. Thank you for being here. Um, Winchester IM says, uh, I'll join when I can, bud. Uh, hope to life shift soon. Absolutely, my friend. Absolutely. Like I said, only seven bucks. That's like a cup of coffee in the morning. Um, and, you know, I can give that up for a community. So, um, Hello, today I have followed you, Carl says. Thank you, Carl, for being here. I appreciate that. Teresa says, thank you, Cub, in everything you do. Thank you so much. So what do you guys think? Who are these lower G gods? Who are the lesser gods? Who are the Ajiji? Are they the greys? Are they a different race? Are they biologic AI? Are they part of the divine council? Are they the watchers? Uh, are they all of the above? Uh, what do you guys think you be the judge of that. You decide what you think. Don't take my word for it. I'm just here to present more data, get you guys a bigger mythos, a bigger idea of what life is here. Um, and I think that's really important for all of us. So, um, Cher Clark, how are you doing, my friend? Welcome. Um, who else do we have? Salty Brat is here. Thank you, my friend. Um, so yeah, that's, that's really all I have for today. Carl's from the UK. Thank you, Carl. Uh, I'm telling you guys, we have a global community here. It's so cool, um, that we have people all over the planet. Uh, this is, that's amazing to me. Kristen says, 
Uh, where do the lizard people come in? I've seen questionable ancient artifacts. Um, I don't personally believe in reptilians the way they portray them. Um, you know, the actual lizard-looking people. Um, I believe in, I guess, what you would call draconian, which are are more of, you know, yeah, they're they're different looking, right? Um, but again, and I and I believe in, you know, like the Palladian um, races. I mean, lots of different ones, right? All Anunnaki, some blue, some white, some black, some yellow, some purple, some uh, all different hues, right? Um, but all different textures and makeups and for different purposes from different realms, right? Um, some of them living underground, some of them living in the heavens. Just because they live underground doesn't mean that they live in HE double toothpick. That means that they are dwelling under the earth. They require it to be cooler and they're taking shade from the harsh sun. They might come out more at night or be nocturnal. Um, I've heard a lot of horror stories about those type of beings. Uh, you end up with things like skinwalkers. There was some really provocative footage of a skinwalker at Skinwalker Ranch not too long ago. And it looked like a panther kind of hanging on the side of a cliff. And then it ran. And then it looked like a badger at one point, And then it looked like a fox. And then it looked like a human. And I don't think I've ever seen a video that was more believable for me. Uh, and I, as a video editor and creator, I know a lot of the technologies out there. And this was pretty darn convincing. And, and it morphed very fluidly and it didn't look out of place there was no um some of the telltale signs you look for uh if you're determining if a paranormal video is true or fake uh or at least in camera or edited that's kind of the, the thing um is as the camera moves this way is the object moving this way like if the object is moving like this or is it moving with the camera that's something that you know, technology is getting better at that tracking, but it's still not perfect. And a lot of times it'll kind of move out. So if, if you're looking at a video of an orb or UFO or something like that, and the camera moves like this and the orb does this, you know, and it's not really moving together relative to the camera frame, then that's kind of a good sign that maybe it was added after the fact by an amateur. Um, again, I, I say that coming from, I used to own uh, a film company and make uh, videos and commercials and stuff like that. So I, I know um, kind of what to look for with that. So, uh, but this one was, was wild. Um, it made me really question what the world is going on out there. Uh, what are these things? You know, are they interdimensional? Can something literally shift biologies? Can it literally just change shape? Um, and what type of spiritual technology does it take? for you to just tell your body what form to take and your cells rewrite themselves immediately in this reality. Like that's wild to me. So, um, Angelo says the Arctic is well guarded by the military. So is every other place on our earth. Right. Um, so yeah, just think about that. But, um, so yeah, I don't know about like reptilian people and stuff. Um, I don't doubt it, though. I mean, I certainly don't doubt it. It's just Anunnaki, those from heaven to earth, came maybe included some of those, you know, those that dwelled under the ground that needed to make their homes under the earth. Um, 
but you got to understand in lore and legend and mythology of people that sees people come from the heavens and then they go under the earth. They're clearly the lords of the underworld where the, the unalived go, right? Like think about all those archetypes tying together. And then think about the fact that we create everything that we experience and the idea of tulpas. And so then you have people make up mythologies and enough people believe in them. And then reality gets weirder, right? Like it, it, the rabbit hole continues. And if you want to continue the rabbit hole with me, like I said, consider joining what we're doing. Uh, we got a lot of rabbit hole for you. A lot more rabbit hole for you than just the podcast or my shorts um, on all these platforms. So anyway, thank you guys. Uh, there's a QR code. Don't hesitate. Jump over there. Give it a join. Starting at only seven bucks a month. I've never done it cheaper than that. And I never will. That's my bottom dollar, guys, and I'm doing that for a fall special, so that's not going to stick around forever. Consider joining over there. Thank you guys for the questions, comments, prayer concerns, everything. They vibrate at a higher frequency, Angelo says. Totally believe that. Yeah, I mean, I believe that because, like, you would have to to rewrite yourselves. You'd have to basically turn into energy and then back into matter uh, via the will. Uh, that's pretty wild, so. Red Valentine, good morning from the Philippines. Absolutely, my friend. Thank you for being here. Like I said, love our all over the world here. Uh, let's see. Did you catch the moons? Was all in line uh, and was awesome. I think it is the next day until the alignment. I'll try to see. Yeah, I need to check that out. I mean, I caught the super moon. We just had the super blue moon or whatever, which was insane. It was insane. John Camp says matter is energy. Yes, I agree. Uh, and we know that from physics, like that's it literally matter is an agreed upon state of energy. And if you re-agree on a state of energy, then matter will take a different form. We just don't know how to do it yet. But Jesus said, if you tell that mountain to move and you believe it and you have faith, it'll move. Now, does it go and move or do you go, wasn't there a mountain there? Like, do you even perceive it is what I'm questioning? Um, that's that's a hard one, you know. I, I, I wonder if that accounts for a lot of the Mandela effects and stuff. You get enough people to agree wholeheartedly on a certain timeline, that becomes a reality. And you get enough other people to believe on another timeline, that becomes a reality. That's why everyone's right. I mean, I just did a video earlier. Everybody's right because truth is subjective. The only truth that's not subjective is the fact that you can create anything you want, that you're literally the son or the daughter of God, the child of God. You're it. And all of us put together are it, but you're still the one. You're the Christ, right? Like that's, that's what I teach. And that's what I believe. I know it's a strong opinion, rubs some people the wrong way, but that's just where I, that's where I fall with my belief system. So, uh, you should try looking into vibration sounds and harmonic frequencies around water where, uh, yeah, absolutely. Uh, like, uh, Dr. Emoto's experiments with water, freezing different frequencies and seeing beautiful fractals or, you know, really, uh, disaligned fractals. So, uh, fire of God and grace. Um, you are awesome. Thank you, my friend. Like Bob Barker. Yeah. Bob Barker. I mean, gosh, how many times has he been on a live? I know he passed away like five years ago. And then before that, I remember him passing away. And that's not even conspiracy stuff at this point, guys. Like, I know it. I remember watching the news reports. Other people do, too. And this is not cognitive dissonance. It's like, 
what the heck? Like, I thought it was a fake story when it came out. And yet there's plenty of people that go, oh, my gosh, he just now. Right. Like, and, and I don't know, it, it gets weirder. And I'll, I'll share more privately with our community my other theories on that. But um, let's see. I th yeah, Frank, what's up, brother? How are you doing? Feel like the Chosen are going to begin increasing action as a result of September 2 and 3. I'm excited. I don't know what's coming on the, the 23rd. I, I hear that's a big date. Uh, here's my theory about that, too. I can normally feel when things are coming and I felt 2020 coming and I've had a similar feeling about this fall um, into next year. Not quite as strong, but a similar feeling. Um, I also know that they've been saying, you know, and you get all this stuff fed out there. Oh, this is going to happen or they're going to do this or whatever. Or this date is well. And then nothing happens. Right. And what a great tactic to just fake people out and keep them from doing what they're supposed to be doing, which is loving people into creating heaven. Um, and that's what I teach. That's what I believe. Let's love people into creating the kingdom instead of worrying about the what ifs. Maybe if we love enough people into creating the kingdom, then anything that comes against it will not stand. That's just my thoughts. And I've had a lot of people trying to call me out lately and argue back and forth and stuff. And I don't care if I'm right or wrong. I care if I'm real. And that's what I really authentically believe we should be doing. So, uh, Frank, I know you don't, man. I know you don't. Frank says, for sure, I do not live in fear. I always choose love. Yes, yes, you do, my friend. Uh, and I love that about you. Always keep that heart about you, my friend. And we will always be friends. Uh, Winchester says thoughts are the same for fear is just all they show. Never how amazing we are. Exactly. Never how amazing we are. We've got to remember that guys. Jesus told us that Buddha told us that Krishna told us that, um, I will tell you that, um, anyway. Yeah. Uh, let's see, Justin, what's up? Justin responding to someone else. Um, duh, 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 duh. I don't know what you guys are talking about, but you're talking and that's good for the video. So keep on talking. Uh, when people go about, uh, go on about archons, they're trying to get you to contact them and give them prayer. Yeah, I mean, Archons are real for sure, and they're not the Anunnaki. I mean, the Anunnaki are clearly physical deities, um, in my opinion. Um, the Archons are spiritual energies. They're tulpas to be created, right? Like, they're, they're frequencies to create within. Um, mostly, I understand the Archons to be pretty negative entities, but... Um, don't quote me on that. I need to, I need to get more into that. That's some deep level Gnosticism. I'm a very lightweight Gnostic, um, more of a surface level, like practical practice and less on the, you know, there's some, there's some wild stuff when you get into like heavy level Gnosticism. Um, let's see. Da, da, da. Your ego is a tool to overcome karma and there will be no unalivement. Yes, absolutely. My friend. Absolutely. Yeah. Ego is not even a bad thing. Ego is something to wield just like your emotions. Everybody's like, Oh, emotions bad. No emotions are really good. You just don't know how to use them. 
I don't know how to use them. I'm learning, but we collectively certainly don't know how to use them. Uh, if a spaceship parked over a major city right now, you think people's emotions would be steady? You think that they would manifest positivity or would it be mayhem? There'd be mayhem. Uh, I'm just saying. So, uh, let's see. Da, 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 da. Oh, Justin, you could not be more wrong, my friend. We have Native Americans, African Americans. We have Hindu here. Um, we have all kinds of different walks of life, man. Um, don't just, you know, don't just look at the people you want to. Go look at our tribe list. Go look at um, the people that follow me. Almost 400,000 people on one platform alone as this week. 700,000 plus worldwide on all platforms. Um, guys, will be at a million by Christmas. Um, you know, and Justin's accusing me for being white. So, you know, so sorry. I was born without pigment. You know, I, I get so tired of that guys. Um, I love and respect your culture, but I promise you, I'm, I'm from an ancient pagan people. Um, we come, I'm, I'm from a very ancient mystical pagan Slavic line of people, uh, a lot of deep earth magic. So, you know, if, if you think I'm, just some average whatever i promise you um you are misreading me my friend um there there's a lot more depth to me than what you might want to pass judgment on me for so because i'm not even looking at your color my friend like seriously and and we got to quit doing that we are one people one rainbow people i can respect other people's cultures and celebrate them without trying to appropriate them and without trying to tear anyone down like it doesn't matter i'm it doesn't matter what ethnicity or background I have. I just decided to get up here and be a content creator, try to help people, try to love people into a better understanding of who they are. Um, and that ultimately is a beautiful thing. So, and if you're here to spread hate and malice, you're in the wrong place, my friend, because you're, you're not going to get anything but love from me and our tribe. Um, and you can huff and you can puff and that's fine. But ultimately, my friend, uh, you got to learn to love yourself and you got to learn to love others and you got to learn to quit passing judgment. Because uh, when we judge others, we, we just judge ourselves. And if you understand metaphysics and meditation um, and God within you, the quantum within you, you understand that everything we do to others, we do unto ourselves. And so let's just keep it, keep it real, keep it love, keep it light. So, um, Anyway, so da, 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 yeah, I have no idea what you're talking about now. So anyway, uh, but you're more than welcome to keep talking because the more comments I get on these, the more the algorithm hits them and they take off. So I appreciate it. Spirit and flesh. Absolutely. Absolutely. So um, if you guys want to know how I handle haters, I love them. I love them. I love them. It uh, doesn't mean I haven't had to, uh, you know, block people from time to time if they're just completely disruptive. But ultimately, we've got people that have joined our community that started out uh, disagreeing with what I'm doing and then decided, wait a minute, I think I really like what you're doing, actually. So uh, ultimately, it's, it's a mirror. It's a mirror. I'm a mirror for you. If, if, if I trigger something in you, it's a mirror. So look in that mirror, find out what it is that you want to heal and heal yourself, right? Uh, heal those emotions, heal those traumas, do that work, Find the help if you need it. Find a community if you need it. Um, find a creator if you need it. I may not be your creator. If you need a creator that's a darker pigment, 
or a different tradition or sounds different or is prettier than me or whatever. It doesn't matter. I, I, I don't care where you get support as long as you get authentic, loving, open-minded support. That's what I care about. So, uh, and Justin, if you have a community, go spend time with them, man. Go spend time with them. Don't troll on somebody like me. Your point is falling on deaf ears here. I mean, there's no, you have no point to make here because love is just going to keep pouring your way. If you have a community that loves and accepts you, go, go be with that community. And, and I would, I, I love that for you. So um, anyway, that's, that's just my opinion, but that's how I have to, that's how I have to handle things. So. Frank says oneness and togetherness. Yes, my friend, absolutely. Uh, be blessed, you too. Fire God by grace. Thank you, my friends. Um, anyway, da, 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 da. yeah, I have no idea. Anyway, yeah, you, you're you're out of context, man, and that's fine. And I can just block you from the channel if that's the problem. So, anyway, there we go. Goodbye, uh, Greg Bradley. Thank you. Uh, appreciate your support, my friend. Uh, united we stand, divided we fall. Absolutely. Some people just have to be, you know, just put in a little time out. So that's what I had to do. Uh, not to be rude to anybody, but ultimately if I'm trying to take legitimate comments and there's 20 popping that don't have any relevance to what I'm talking about, I've got to, I've got to make an executive decision for the quality of the content. And that's one of my, you know, just so you guys know, one of my commitments is to keep these platforms as positive and safe for everybody as possible. I don't agree with all the conspiracy theorists. I don't agree with all the fanatical, uh, you know, whatever content. I don't even want to name names. There's a lot of creators that are um, kind of coming in the name of Christ that are spreading a lot of hate and malice and judgment. And I don't agree with any of that. I agree everybody has a right to share their opinion. But one of my commitments as a content creator is I want the platforms to look good, too. And I'm not here to push the platform um, to push me. I'm here to try to create great content that people want to watch and connects with people um, and is a blessing to the people watching, a blessing to the platforms, a blessing to me. Um, you know, obviously, advertisers advertise on my content. And so I need to be um for my own heart as well i need to be balanced i need to be authentic i need to be loving and i need to be accepting of all walks of life and that's very important for me with my own personal code but also my code and conduct as a content creator so that's just very very important to me and i'm glad you guys get that so um anyway yeah thank you guys been a beautiful podcast today i really appreciate you um greg says he needs this let him vent he's in pain apparently and i understand that uh he's not blocked forever he was just put in timeout so i can end today but of course he's welcome back anytime so um brianne christine hernandez says do you have any psychic abilities um how do you feel about people that do using those psychic abilities so brianna actually i teach that i teach channeling i teach stuff like that over in my academy uh, we talk about that a lot and explore those abilities with each other on our Saturday calls. I'm a big proponent of that. I believe Jesus was literally doing magic, literally teaching magic. I believe Mary Magdalene was his wife and she was a beautiful sorceress. Um, I have no issue with that at all. Um, and so as long as you're doing it in light and love and not hurting people, uh, it's another tool. And God gave us all of these spiritual gifts 
some of which are psychic, some of which are green magic or white magic, uh, some of which are resolving enchantments or lifting spells off of land. Um, that's the one that I practice is more of a green magic where if I feel an energy in a, in a certain space, like a, uh, an outdoor space that needs to be cleansed or transmuted, I will pray over that space, allow that energy to pass. Um, so yeah, I'm, I'm very empathetic and intuitive with stuff like that. Some people have said it, you know, uh, could be psychic, could be prophetic, whatever. Um, I don't normally label myself, but I do try to help other people find their particular gift and get better at it. Like we have to practice it. That's why we're called spiritual practitioners is we have to practice these things. And we remember uh, a lot of people try to use the Bible verse and say, uh, you know, God didn't like sorcerers or the magic that was taught, the watchers taught. Well, that was one God. That was the whole point of today. That was one of these Elohim, right? Um, some people agreed that was the most high God or the, the Lord of the command or the Lord of this earth or whatever. Like it was their Lord. And that's fine. I'm not refuting that they have the right to do that. But what I am saying is we do need to question that because why? I mean, if that helps us navigate this life, if that helps us create the kingdom of God, why would we not use the power within us? So love that question, by the way. Great question, my friend. Uh, never be ashamed of that. I say explore it. And uh, if you're looking for people to explore it with, um, you'll love our community. So welcome. Thank you for being here. Uh, Brianna, uh, Jacob, peace. Thank you, my friends. Um, yeah, absolutely. Teresa says uh, to Justin, having a community, you should know that you are uh, a part of the unity, my friend. Yes, 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 absolutely. So um, and that's very important, guys. We have so much unity in our community. It ain't even funny. I mean, we do our best. So uh, just to love everybody into a better place in life, because that's what we all need. Right. So Brianna, absolutely, my friend. Love you, sister. Love you, Jacob, Teresa, uh, Greg. Thank you for being here. Even to our brother that was venting today. Like I said, uh, we're, we're all we all have days like that. Right. That's why I don't often block people forever. So. Uh, give people time to cool off, come back. Ultimately, we could be sitting face to face on a Zoom call next month in our community and getting on just fine and working through life together. And I love that. So that's a beautiful thing. So Frank, have a great day, man. Love you, brother. Ruby's Colorful World, thank you for being here. George, thanks for joining. Uh, the Exit, thanks for being here. Uh, Brianna, Jacob, Teresa, everybody, you guys rock. Love you all. Love our whole community. Don't forget, hit up the web, web the website. Hit up the websites over at CubCooker, C-U-V-K-U-K-E-R.com. Starting at seven bucks a month, you can support what I'm doing and join into our incredible family here. I love you guys. Uh, nobody's given more value than I am for seven bucks a month. You guys have a beautiful day. God bless you. Namaste and peace.